0: Good morning and thanks for listening in. This is the Daily Morning Update from BQ Prime and I'm Alex Matthew. Today's the 3rd of April and it's also the start of what will be a rather short week for the markets here in India. But it will be an important few days with the outcome of the RBI Monetary Policy Committee's meeting on rates to be announced on Thursday. The big news, and this came as a bit of a shocker, the OPEC plus has announced that it will cut production of oil by more than one million barrels a day, abandoning previous assurances that it would hold supply steady. The announcement yesterday came just ahead of a virtual meeting of an OPEC Plus ministerial panel which includes Saudi Arabia and Russia. They were widely expected to hold to the two million barrels per day of cuts that was supposed to remain in place. Till the end of 2023. Analysts believe that the cartel is preempting a fall in demand, but their action has already pushed crude prices significantly higher. Last I checked, Brent crude futures were trading nearly 5% higher at $84 to the barrel. Not too long back, prices had fallen on fears of an economic slowdown in many parts of the world. The White House, for one, has called the new cuts ill advised. Moving on. The National Company Law Tribunal has approved Adani Ports in Special Economic Zones' 1,485 crore rupee offer for Kraikal Port, which is being sold through the Insolvency and Bankruptcy Code process. Adani Ports and SEZ was pitted against Vedanta, JSW Infra, a consortium of uh, RKG Fund and Sagacious Capital, and Jindal Power. That's a report in the Economic Times. In other national news, the Indian Railways has loaded 1,512 million tonnes of freight in 2022-23, which is the highest ever loading reported by the national transporter in a financial year, according to an official statement. This compares to the 1,418 million tonnes that were loaded in the previous financial year. In FY23, Indian Railways achieved a revenue of 2.44 lakh crore, up nearly 28% from the previous year. In international news, UBS will cut its workforce by between 20% and 30% after completing its takeover of Credit Suisse, according to Swiss newspaper Sontag Zeitung. As many as 11,000 employees will be laid off in Switzerland and another 25,000 worldwide, according to that report. In other international news, China's Foreign Minister Qin Gang has urged Japan to refrain from supporting U.S. efforts to suppress the Chinese semiconductor industry. During a meeting with his Japanese counterpart Yoshima Hayashi in Beijing on Sunday, Qin said that a chip blockade will only strengthen Beijing's resolve to achieve self-reliance. That's according to a Foreign Ministry statement, which was in a Bloomberg report. Meanwhile, China is ready to work with Malaysia and other Southeast Asian countries to speed up consultation for a South China Sea code of conduct, according to Xinhua. Premier Li Qiang was cited as saying during a recent meeting that China is prepared to collaborate to jointly maintain peace and stability in the area. This belies actions that China has taken over the past two decades, however, with the country asserting rights to more than 80% of the water body. International markets were expected to react negatively to the sharp rise in oil prices as these could fuel inflation concerns. But the three early rises in the Asia-Pacific region have started with gains. It's now over to Neeraj Shah for the trade setup for the day in India. Good morning, Neeraj. It's at the start of a curtailed trading week. What's the setup for the day?
1: Good morning, Alex. Well, the texture of the market does look different. Uh, and while uh, there is um, an oil, oil on the boil or possibility of an oil on the boil kind of thing, um, it does look that we've uh, climbed a bit of a hurdle and there is a possibility of traction ahead, of course, subject to oil and subject to what the RBI does this Thursday. But for now, it looks good. So, I mean, think of the trade texture on Friday. 43 of the 1550 stocks ended higher. Only 4 sensex stocks in the red. 158 of the 191 stocks ended positive. And a bunch of stocks had the best move in a number of months. Infosys was up the most in 20 weeks. Mid-caps like SKF India were up most in 20 weeks. InfoEdge was up most in 19 weeks. Even Pharma stocks. I mean, Glenmark was up most in 6 weeks. So there was... A fair degree of optimism in Friday's trade. Usually that builds on, let's see if it's the same this time around or not. I think seventeen one hundred or 200 to that range now becomes a bit of a support zone. Reliance looks strong. Banks look strong. IT doesn't look all that terrible. Let's see what happens. Maybe I'm speaking too soon, but let's see. Autos relative to estimates, a bunch of them have done okay. Two-wheelers in particular, Hero Motor Corp and TBS Motors were very ahead of estimates. Multi was ahead of estimates, numbers, uh, though Tata Motors wasn't. So selective auto names could actually also lend a helping hand in today's session. In terms of stocks, aside of the auto names that I spoke about, watch out for RVNL, large order wins. Um, LOA from NHI for some 1,200 crores and 720 crores. More importantly, he received an LOA from the Ministry of Railways for manufacturing and maintenance of 120 Vande Bharat train sets at a cost of 120 crore per train set, right? That's the simple math suggests it's a 14,000 crore order, which is large. So this one could react today. Some other order wins for other companies. Engineers India 48 crore order. Ashoka Bilcon, 284 crore order. GR Infra Projects, 847. HG Infra, 998. So, a bunch of these infrastructure companies have gotten orders as well. The Q4 updates have started trickling in. Ultratech Cement, Q4 volume, what at so 31.7 MT versus 25.9 MT QOQ. So, up 22% quarter on quarter, up 14% YOY. Not a bad update at all. Uh, could well react today. CSB Bank had a decent update. Uh, Cross advances were up 11%, but non gold advances were up about 12.9%, which is encouraging. Karnataka Bank, um, the Q4 update was weak though. Karovasya Bank was slightly weak because it was a very flattish number. So both of these stocks could actually have a negative reaction. Watch out for the electricity companies, Tata Power and Adani Electricity. RAKE 7 hiked after ME. MERC orders. Mumbai and Maharashtra will probably see a 5 to 10% hike for residential users from today. And lock in period add ends for radiant cash management so that is something i'll watch out for so these are a few stocks that i should definitely keep in mind or people should definitely keep in mind and uh, for more details of course i am mean, sure the, all you need to know copy will also have the brokerage updates which could be helpful with this it's back to you thanks neeraj and
0: as always thank you all for listening in this is alex matthew signing off have a great day and an even better week